Hello, welcome back to the Inner Thread Podcast. Today I have my father returning. Were you jealous that uh, I did an episode without you? No, I'm happy you did an episode without me. It felt weird at first, I can't lie. Really? We did 75 episodes together, over 75 episodes together. You gotta bring some feminine. We brought some, we brought some feminine and then we talked about masculine and feminine. and You know, I was in South America and it was great, so I'm, I'm, I'm all charged up. You went back to the source and brought a whole fresh batch of conversation for us. That's right. Perfect. Let's take a nice big deep inhale. So last week we did our episode with Vlada and it was a good conversation about somatic release and we've talked about that a whole bunch and then we talked about the divine feminine, the divine masculine. And I went to make the meditation for that week. And so I called you. How do I do this meditation? Give me some help. And you kind of gave me some feedback. And so I did some research, kind of went down the rabbit hole. And I started identifying traits that are commonly associated with divine masculine and divine feminine. And then from there, kind of went through that in the meditation. And like, how do you relate to those? I did the meditation. And I came out of it and I realized I was surprised because I, I recorded the meditation. So there wasn't anything in there that I didn't know about. But then when I actually sat down and did it, gave myself space and thought about the questions, I came out. I'm You're very, a woman. I'm very feminine. <laughs> I'm super feminine. And I'm also... This is so lovely that you are. Yeah. I'm a little like masculine deficient though. So What do you mean masculine deficient? What do you mean deficient? Well, I, okay. You have, you, have, you have more traits of the feminine? Yeah. Or? So let me read you the traits. But it's always like you're already saying something almost negative is deficient or... My takeaway was you kind of want to be balanced with both of them. And I realized like how heavy I swing to the, the feminine. So let me read you these. Go ahead. There's the masculine, the, the words that I had grouped was logic, reason, action, firmness, survival, loyalty, adventurousness, strength, rationality. And then for feminine, it was intuition, nurturing, healing, gentleness, expression, wisdom, patience, emotion, flexibility. And what I realized after reading all these, it's not like masculine or feminine. It's really, it has nothing to do with masculine or feminine. I think it turns a lot of people off when they hear divine masculine, divine feminine. Some people like it, but some people don't. Some people, it turns them off. It's too woo-woo. So at first I took the divine off and I was like masculine and feminine. Yeah, I like that. Okay. Right? And then I was like, why is it masculine and feminine? Like, especially in today's day and age, we're realizing there's a lot less of this like black and white. It just felt like scratch the masculine, scratch the feminine. And there's just this like, these group of traits that you kind of need to have to be kind of like whole and full and complete. That's what it, my takeaway was. That's, it's exactly it's exactly right. And we always like to go back to the origin of all that, right? Like the, the, when we were tribes in, in nature. When, back in the caveman days. Back when we were really free and didn't have all this um, social conditioning that, that came later. There were hunters that were female hunters. And there were gatherers that were men gatherers. It's later on in our human history that things got separated and we start saying, oh, the female needs to be kept at home and she needs to take care of the kids and she needs to be pretty and she needs to be this and she needs to be that. And there were traits that we expected from female to have. That was created by society, that, that all kinds of craziness of society. And now we come into a place in our humanity where we don't accept that anymore. Those, those lines are blurry when you were reading it. I was thinking about myself. I, I have a lot of those traits as well. Mm -hmm. 
There also there's a problem in relationships in our society. Like men don't usually hug. They don't they don't kiss. They don't show a lot of emotions. They don't show a lot of affection for each other like in the US. Mm-hmm. Where I come from, guys hug a lot more. Mm-hmm. In Russia, guys guys kiss more. Mm-hmm. There's places that it's a lot more common. You know, I remember I had an American friend when I first came to the US, I worked with him and he said, I'm so comfortable of hugging an Israeli, but I can't hug an American. Huh. And I'm like, that's so weird because it's not that I'm more feminine in my behavior, maybe even rougher than the Americans, but there was something warm about <laughs> right. my, my behavior that it was inviting it. Mm. And he felt comfortable and he didn't feel weird and awkward about it. So it's all in his head to do it with his uh, friends from college, that would feel really weird. But to do it with me, that I was really open to it, that felt okay. We have conditioned in our head that mm-hmm. that's right and wrong. So I feel like it's really about, like you said, mm-hmm. accepting all the traits as as part of you. and. The more of them you possess, the more holistic you are. Right. And you move in the world in more ease because there's a moment you need logic and rational and strong is necessary. You know, when you're in Kiev and they're bombing, you have to grab a gun. You, you got to be logic and, you know. Right. You, survival. Yeah. And there's a moment that you really have to be like that. And, you know, there's a lot of female that, that fight right now over there mm-hmm. and, and they just do what they have to do. I love how you took it back to the caveman days because that's exactly what I did. When I was reading that list, I was thinking about not like a modern day divine feminine and masculine. I was thinking about these traits in the caveman days and I was like, okay, if the hunter's got to go out and kill the lion and bring food home, then they have to be strong and rational and like survival oriented. It makes sense. And like, who's back at the base with the fire and raising the kids? Like, they have to be emotional and patient and nurturing. So it like made sense to me. But when we were talking about that, you were like, it doesn't mean that the guys didn't stay back and the women didn't go out and hunt for food. It's it's just like a set of traits. Only recently were we putting stuff into boxes. So. I like that reframe because it's just an easier way for me to explore what's flowing easily in my life and what's not. And, and But let's be honest, for the most part, for the last 100 years in the West, they were making kids, boys, act in that way. And they, mm. were, they were bullying them and making fun of them for not yeah. being this way. So if a boy was softer, if a boy was emotional, it was love that putting makeup on just because he was experimenting with his mom's exactly lipstick. <laughs> oh my god what happens to my boy don't do that don't put the dress on exactly like, yeah exactly so right you're supposed to play baseball and you're supposed to be rough and you're supposed to play with cars and and you know it's not supposed to cry i mean this is what society did to boys for right. for all this time and, and for the girls they put the girls in dresses and dolls and yeah and makeup and some girls want to climb on trees there was the what was it the barbie and ken right it's exactly <laughs> exactly. So socially, we form those things. We, we, we put a lot of pressure on, on people to be a certain way. And, you know, there's a rebellion against it right and now. And now you feel this like pushback of like, I just want to be me, whatever that means. And I did this meditation last week and I mm-hmm. came out and I was super surprised because I was like, I feel so in touch with these like, quote unquote, feminine qualities and traits. I, th- I, th- I think it's wonderful. It is. I think, it it's, is. I think it's who you are. <laughs> I think it's lovely. But... You need to be aware, and there will be moments that you need that you're probably going to have to develop the other trades that you're missing, yeah. so that you can be in the world. You need different trades in the world. You need a toolbox in the world, and you need to be able to go to a place of strength, logic. But it doesn't mean that those are your natural. There's things that you're good at right. naturally. That's what I was going to ask you. So there's nothing wrong with you being naturally good at creativity and gentleness. 
And other people will be doing the more logistic stuff. I know there's things on that list that I don't like to do. Yeah. And it's not coming to me naturally. Well, so two questions. How do you cultivate one that you're not natural with? Like one that doesn't flow naturally in your life. And then my second question is like, do the traits that don't flow naturally, do they come from like trauma and stuff? No, I think it has to do with personality. It has to do with how you grew up and who you grew up with. And who so you're like environment. Yes, who you identify with as a child, how was your father, how was your mother. It's so many different factors come if to play here. If you had a father and mother. In if your, you had a yeah. father and mother, maybe you only had a mother, maybe you only had a father, maybe you grew maybe up you with two your grandparents, fathers. maybe you had two fathers, maybe yeah. you had two mothers. It's exactly, so it's all that comes into play. And also you have this personality that you it's kind of your DNA, right? right. It's the nature and nurture. Yeah. You will be a certain way because yeah. of your DNA. You're just born this way, right? I mean, you do. some people just, no matter what their background was, they have a certain traits that they bring with them. And you see it on kids. It's really interesting sometimes to see. This podcast episode kind of snuck up on me. After I did the meditation, I realized, wow, I feel like I got this quote-unquote masculine trait deficiency because I'm so, I'm rocking hard on the feminine side. But I was like, I wait, I, I feel like I need to be a little more connected to some of these masculine traits. But I don't know how. That's why I was like, first, I got First of all, why do you feel like you need to be connected to them more? Why? Yeah. Sometimes you're missing something. Yeah. Sometimes people walk over me. Like, I don't have the backbone to tell them like, no, I, you know, I don't, maybe I don't stand up for myself enough. And it's your uh, Israeli father that crushed you when you were <laughs> younger. Well, because I think. You, you know, you're an interesting case study here because you do have a lot of like the, these feminine traits, but you're also really strong and like masculine too. So maybe you're just really balanced. I, I think that I had to develop the, the, feminine the gentleman side. side. Yeah, I had to give true. it more space in the last totally. 10 years because I felt like I was way leaning to the other side. My I upbringing, a- I remember the masculine side of you being very strong and powerful. Right, exactly. and so I don't know if because you were so, you know, strong and powerful that that kind of shut down inside of me. Like I never could be, but so how do I cultivate these? Cause it was a big shock to me how disconnected I felt from some of these traits. Were you disconnected or you felt that uh, you you could do a better job? I really don't know. What I know is that when I looked at the feminine traits, intuition and gentleness and expression and wisdom, patience, emotions, like those are traits where I'm like, no doubt in my mind that just comes naturally to me. And then I look at the other stuff and there's like logic and reason and action, like firmness, adventurousness and strength and rationality. And I was like, I mean, I feel like I have some of those, so but tell me like which ones you feel like the most removed from. I'm like a little insecure about some stuff in my life. So I went straight to strength because I think and it's not really true because I know you and I know that you're very strong. It's also you grew up in a fairly easy life. You right. didn't have to use this really strength mm. from your, your core, right? That's Imagine someone one. that grew up wow. in a third world country in a tough neighborhood. I mean, they had to drop all the other stuff yeah. and be developing that muscle a lot more. But you didn't have to. You I mean, gave you me a pretty up, cush upbringing. And, and you went to school that was very accepting and you went to through society that was so accepting. You, you can let those natural, creative and softness kind of things about you they to come out and develop. Yourself. Yes, and the no. other ones were not that necessary. I bet you that if you grew up in a much rougher society, you, you, you would have been a different kind of a guy. You could have been was, very rough. If I was in Israel in the army at age 18, I might have had a different relationship. And to, especially if you grew up maybe in a kind of a poor neighborhood. Mm. Imagine that. You grew up in a poor neighborhood, went to a rough school, and went to the army at, at, age, at age 18. You know, you've been a different person yeah. right now. I would be a little, my soft side would be a little rougher. <laughs> 
I think you still would probably have those trades, but I, your surface would have been rougher, I would think, and you would not you may not point out that you don't have this, a certain thing. So I think nature is one, but nurture is a huge piece of your in your development and and, and and when you don't have to fight for things, you don't have to use a lot of strength to to get something, why would you develop those muscles? I, you know I came as a immigrant, immigrant. To, to, to this country. I had nothing I had to. Fight for everything I have, and I came from a rough country that was under war and 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 all that, so obviously i I have the rough stuff that's more of a natural thing for me, and I had to develop the other traits of like you know need to be rough right. all the time, you know you have kids, you got a wife, you got business associates, I don't want that side right. all the time right but I felt like your your soft side was really strong and beneath the surface, so it was like screaming to be expressed so you went so long that it was like fighting to get out. Because I, I remember when you started to embrace it, it really felt like this awakening on part of you that had been kind of like held but, back. But I was more like you, more sensitive and more soft to begin with. But I was pushed to be rougher so I could make it through life. So I think we all may be born with certain tendencies, but something we have to develop something else to survive. So I feel like if I grew up in this country like you, I would mm. be more like you. Yeah. So it's bringing awareness to it then, I guess, is the first part. Because I was kind of surprised last week by my relationship to some of these more like hard, rough traits. But now I guess that it's in my awareness, I really need to just focus on developing my relationship to things like strength and rationality and firmness. I mean, look, the reason why this is really in my face is because... I'm trying to build a business on my own. I'm getting my shit kicked around. Like I'm fighting for the business every day and it's really hard. And I'm getting stepped on by vendors and I'm trying to keep the whole ship together. And it, I feel like I'm failing deep down. And a lot of these traits come to the forefront when I think about like what traits could you improve that would help your business and help that part of your life. And so I'm it, like... It's very interesting you bring it up. I had a conversation with a friend a couple of days ago and she got upset with the way I was treating one of my... Um, associates because I was holding them pretty tight to something and she said you know I don't like that that's not why, why are you doing that and I said it's, this is business and it's not exactly regular life this is a I'm, I'm playing a chess game here and I, ne- I have to stand my position because I won't get what I need because hmm. if you the softy guy then you'll be the last one on the list and you won't get what you need and I can't be the last one on the list I need this thing done like right away and I don't want people to walk all over me mm-hmm. so in you have to kind of adapt to that the world you're in. Unfortunately, in the business world of capitalistic society, you need to have some of those rough traits to to get through. And that's exactly what you mentioned. Like because of my upbringing, I wasn't forced to develop and refine those traits. And so now I'm, I'm stepping into the business world where you need a lot of them, and I'm feeling kind of like the deficit. Like I just want everything to be peaches and cream and I'm really good at getting close to people and opening up and like connecting with all the people in the business world. But like as soon as the push comes to shove, I can feel I hate that. It's uncomfortable for mm-hmm, me. Mm-hmm. And I and I'm getting better. In a way I feel like it is it's more natural to want to have peace and harmony than to have this rough stuff happening. But look at look at who's really good at negotiating, having like a rough business. It's a lot of kind of immigrants that come from mm-hmm. tough places. I think about my South African friend who he just he's got the fastest mouthpiece on him. Like he could talk his way out of anything, and he was getting in trouble his whole upbringing. And he was always he always had to be quick on his feet. And and South Africa with all the adversity there, yeah, you had to develop the skills. Uh, so I think a lot of it is also has to do with where you're from. Like I said. <laughs> It's a really interesting thing here because it's an unfortunate truth 
that in business you have to be tough because otherwise you get stepped on. It's unfortunate because it, it could be much more fair and, and, and equal, egalitarian, but it's not how it is. It's like in business, there's a, it's kind of a football game and mm-hmm. you need to tackle people and grab the ball because only one team is going to win and there's competition and you have to be the first and all that. So... How does career play into it if you're not like trying to start your own business and you're just, you know, you're in... It's not much different. It's the same kind of thing where like... Because it, it feels like there's the relationship to these traits in your personal life, in your relationships to your friends and your family and the people around you. And then there's like a professional setting, whether you're trying to start your own business or, you know, you have a career where you go to work every day and you're talking to people there. There is elements of a relationship there, but there's... It yes, almost... but you also need to... But you also have... Yes, you're right. And you need to play the politics well inside the company. You got to get your friends and, you know, the people that support you. You mm. got to you have your boss support you. You got to do the projects well. You, you know, to move up in a company, you got you also got to... Logic. Show yourself. Yeah, and logic, the, rationale. And five people... Action. Five people may be considered for a position. So how you... You would you want to yeah. get it, so... Right. Four, if, four people will be disappointed. If you're gentle and patient there, you're not going to get it. Versus if you're... Maybe. You know, firm and strong, you'll be... Usually, I think society right now is going through a big, big moment where we're looking at all of that. And the Me Too movement and the uh, looking at what necessary to be successful and how do we want to live our life. Your generation is looking at this in a very good way, I think. Uh, I feel like younger people coming into the business world are not buying into the old rules so much. Mm-hmm. So you are you have the opportunity to change things as well. In the older world, it was very one-sided, very yeah, uh, very driven by the masculine. And it, 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 it is shifting, maybe not fast enough, but it's shifting. It's not like it used to be 30 years ago, mm-hmm. 50 years ago, for sure. Mm-hmm. But to make a long story short, if it's getting comfortable with all of these trades. Uh, you, you will have a tendency to do some better than others. It's just the natural you. It's nice to make peace between all of them, but also know that you're strong and also know that you you can be logical if necessary and kind of develop those skills so you become more holistic in mm-hmm. your world and you um, you move through the world with more ease because you have more skills. It's, it's what it is, I feel. All right, let me sum this up to the best of my abilities. We basically talked about the divine feminine and masculine and all the traits that go with each. And we, we stripped away the divine masculine and feminine part and just got left with a bunch of traits because we felt like that just felt a little more honest with how, you know, we're moving away from all these black and white categories. So we talked a little bit about that. But what I'm realizing now is like you got to kind of take inventory about all these traits, then decide which ones come really natural to you and bring awareness to which ones you feel a little disconnected from. When you go out in the world, that awareness helps you because then when situations come up, you can kind of decide, is this a moment where I need gentleness or I need to be firm? And why? And understand your motives so that you're not just blindly being strong everywhere because you're practicing being strong. And exactly. We say we say many times that if all you have is a hammer, every problem looks like a nail. And it's nice to have many tools to right. deal with the problem. You know, maybe gentleness would be much easier for everyone. Why do you have to go with, yeah. with, with roughness? Exactly. Yeah. You know, what's beautiful about that too is you might be trying to solve a problem with someone and you're being very strong and that's what you've known how to do your whole life. But now with some awareness, you've maybe cultivated your gentleness and your nurturing. So you're like, you know what? Let me take a step back. I'm going to try this approach, be a little more gentle and nurturing. And then you might have that breakthrough. So Absolutely. I can tell you that I was running business mm-hmm. mostly with the masculine traits with that which I developed but I realized when I was doing some work on myself that I wouldn't want to try it a different way and what I came to understand is everybody wants to be loved everybody wants to be feeling of belonging to something everybody wants to feel like a family so in my businesses 
I started to treat people more with that kindness and that kind mm. of a family feeling and to see if it works. And it works much better. Mm. It creates more loyalty, more closeness. The atmosphere is better. The energy is better. So, and it was, for me, it was much easier because to bring that armor every time to that roughness and toughness was taking a huge toll on me as well. Mm-hmm. So... There's something nice about running the the world with more feminine uh, energy than masculine energy. It's 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 for me it was easier. It's not that I don't have it, but it's like it's a choice of how you want to run things. And if you do it well, you play between the things really well. And when people don't want to accept it, and you have to pull the other tool, the heavy yeah. tool, you still have that. You still have that there. Yeah, I agree. I feel like this was a very necessary episode for me. I have a lot more awareness. I was really chewing on this. It felt like you were f- didn't feel good about it. Like it bothered you somewhat. I just was kind of surprised by what I saw and confused because I didn't know there was things that weren't flowing in my life. I didn't know how to connect with them. I didn't. I was like, okay, wow, there's these parts of me that aren't that strong. But what do I do? A nice conversation with you, and I, I feel a little more ready to cultivate some of these traits now. And the awareness is a big part. But going through my life and deciding when's a good opportunity to to practice cultivating some of these traits is like the part that I was missing. I didn't know if there was like an exercise or what would what do you recommend i do to be stronger in the world and there is nothing it's kind of like you got to bring the awareness and then you go out there and you know that you're trying to practice being stronger so when you feel like you're getting stepped on this is a this is a moment practice and, and, your and, and it's important to stand your boundary and to, to have a firm boundary because that has to do with self-love and self-respect and you want to make sure that it's it's done so that's where the strength comes in. It's not that you come in like some guy with a sword and you chop a bunch yeah. of heads. That that doesn't work. Yeah. Well, I feel real good about this one. This was <laughs> this one was maybe for me more than for anyone else, but <laughs> at least I'll sleep better tonight. <laughs> <laughs> Do you want to add anything else? Or are we good to sign no, off? No, it's a it's a very timely subject and I'm glad that we got deeper into the conversation because I'm sure that other people had similar thoughts when they heard your meditation. If you want to go listen to that meditation, it's last week's it's episode one hundred and five. Then you can listen to this episode again and I, I don't know, I think there's a lot of value here. So we'll do something creative for this week's meditation because it's got a very similar episode to last week. But we really it'd be about accepting yourself for who you are. Yeah exactly. <laughs> we'll see you back here for this week's meditation. 